Uh-huh. Welcome back. All right. Well, I've got to stop that. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. You're going to get a sued uh, faux show. That's been fun, man. That's been fun. I'm, I'm kind of, yeah, that's probably one of my favorite parts about the podcast lately is figuring out which uh, artist to piss off next. Yeah. I mean, like, that's kind of the benefit of the whole thing, right? Like... I don't think we garner enough attention where we could get away. I mean, you are allowed to use a certain amount of time, I think. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I mean, I've heard other podcasts say that, so it's got to be true, right? Yeah, sh- yeah, sure. Let's roll with it. <laughs> sure. Fuck yeah, it. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. All right. So, um, yeah, welcome back to the uh, What Hat Is That podcast, <laughs> the podcast where we talk about what hat is that. Yeah, we did. did, did we talked about hats a bunch last time, didn't we? We, we talked about hats the last podcast. Yeah. Okay. We, we got we got a little buzz and, um, yeah, that was pretty dumb. But we probably won't do that. Except I do have a new hat that I'm pretty excited about. What is it? It says Yacht Rock. Yacht Rock. Yes. <laughs> Yacht Rock has seemed to take on a new level of popularity that I didn't expect. <laughs> yeah, I, it's one of my favorite genres, and I mean, that might be a quarter life crisis talking, but. I thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah, maybe it's like always been around. I'm not sure. Like that term has always been around. I don't think that. I don't. I don't know if they've always called it that though. That's like that could be that. I've I've recently heard that like within the past year or two. All right, so I got a crazy idea. <laughs> All right, what's your crazy idea? So you know how we always like to warm up before we really get into the thing. Yeah, yeah. How about this? How about we just totally fuck with the format? live Ooh. okay all right because here's so the thing excited. i always, we always have to wait so long before i just get to drink a beer so i think yeah. we should speed up our favorite part of the podcast i was i'm so glad you said that because i am so thirsty and right it's just like <laughs> man i kind of just i want this beer right now but i don't want to wait uh, 20 minutes so i no, think we, yeah i don't either so. i think we should just start okay. kicking it off with what you're drinking do our little lightning round thing and then get into the meat and potatoes I like your style, Kimosabi. Let's do it. All right. Well, podcast first. Starting it out, Mitch. What are you drinking? I am drinking from Oscar Blues Brewery in somewhere in Colorado. Not sure. I, I really like. I really like Oscar Blues Brewery. Um, they have a uh, fairly new uh, beer that they started putting out this year called the Cano Bliss. Oh, it's a, a hazy IPA, and it's a. Uh, it, yeah, the, uh, Oscar Blues is like since they're based in Colorado, they've been doing this thing where they put out a bunch of like beers that, that have like references to weed in their names, <laughs> like and not just the name, but like their whole marketing thing. Like one of my favorite beers by them is called the Pinner Throwback, and apparently a pinner is like the name of a little joint. So, oh uh, um, yeah, yeah. So Cannabis, it's a uh, play on the words of cannabis, and it's a hazy IPA. And the can says, "Baby, I love your haze." It also says, "Pack it in, pack it out." And uh, yeah, it, the bottom of, the bottom of the can always says something cool so, too. So this is uh, this just says strain volume number two. So not sure what that is. Yeah, yeah, loaded with pot references. <laughs> A lot of hippies in the Colorado area. Right. If you're listening, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for the support. So, yeah. So this is a 7.2 percent uh, alcohol. I'm very excited about it. Um, I've had it before, so. Sorry to bum you guys out, but uh, it says uh, Cano Bliss IPA is a hazed out and hopped up IPA brewed with Strata, Cashmere, Enigma, Hallertau Blank, and Eureka Hops, 
packed with flavors of stone fruit, melon, and peach. So, yeah. <laughs> so, some of those things have to not be true. <laughs> that was just way too many uh, adjectives yeah. to throw in there. Yeah, way too much stuff. <laughs> like, they're, they have to yeah, have yeah. Uh, been hyperbolic somewhere. Yeah, right. So, uh, no, I'm, yeah, I'm a really big fan of this beer, and it's 7% alcohol, so oh. it'll, it's going to be a good episode. So, <laughs> What about you? What you drinking? Well, I went a very, very different route. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if you've noticed, but I've had kind of a theme lately. Okay, okay. Which has really been scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. So, what's your, th- have you been, you've been drinking like IPAs, right? Is that the, your theme? Well, I guess that's not completely I know fair. You had there the was truth. a few episodes where I was really doing it. I guess the last couple yeah. I did actually step up my beer game. Uh, yeah, but this yeah. time, we're going right back down, down to the oh, very yeah. bottom. Mitch, what's one of the worst beers you could drink ever? What's one of the shittiest beers? Uh, Hams. Okay. Miller High Life. Okay. Okay. Um, is it in that vein? It is in that exact vein. Perhaps Ooh. I think it's the king of all those Bud Light, baby. Bud Light. All right. Yep. That is. Uh, that's pretty up there. <laughs> is it a special kind of Bud Light? Nope. This is just a. This is just Bud Light. <laughs> okay it's american classic that's what i like about you that, and that's nothing flashy that's kind of what i've been doing lately is just every now and then it's like well yeah i could i could go spend a bunch of money on beer that i'm probably gonna drink once and not like right or or i could bring on a beer that everyone's had everyone has mm-hmm. drank a bud light yep <laughs> and we could just we could kind of talk about it um this says Always brewed using the choicest hops, best barley, malt, and rice. And the rice I find a bit concerning. I didn't really know they put rice in beer. Yeah, I guess I didn't know that was the thing. So. But, uh, okay. How is your Bud Light? Are you enjoying it? <sighs> I, I went to a wedding one time where the only beer... The, the only beer option they had was Bud Light, and I don't really like Bud Light, but they also had, like, limes you could throw in there, and I was like, give me a Bud Light with a lime, and it made everything so much better. I think I have some lime juice, so I might, if yeah. we take a break, I might do that with the next one. That's that's a good idea. <laughs> well, it is, um, who, it really is barely a beer, dude. <laughs> right, yeah. It just doesn't, there's the case. no taste at all yeah like it, it almost is baffling <laughs> it's almost yeah. more interesting trying to find a flavor out of this than you know trying to decide if you like a crazy intense beer yeah exactly right it's uh as my friend nick would say it's like having sex in a boat fucking close to water <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny actually yeah no, that's about <laughs> it man because it barely i've already drank half of it it's half gone. Like, it's just nothing. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Uh, well, I'm glad we did that first so you could <laughs> unveil your Bud Light. Yeah, I was just looking back. But I also am uh, drinking it incredibly cold. Okay, well, that that makes it way better. So Yeah, it just sounded... It's been a hot day, too. So Yeah, to- I totally hear that. I hear that. But I'm drinking it out of my Dublin Irish Festival mug. Ooh, okay, nice. So keepsake there. And uh, yeah, so I spent all day yesterday in the blistering sun at the uh, Irish Festival in Dublin, Ohio, and uh, 
which is a great time. If you've never been, you should go. It's, it is the biggest one I've ever been to. Great fucking time. But I spent all day drinking Guinness and eating copious amounts of different items. I Dude, I ate at a fried chicken truck there. Ooh. Have you ever had hot chicken? I've never had hot chicken, actually. Me and the lady are going to Nashville in a, in a few uh, weeks, and we are definitely planning on hitting up at some Nashville hot chicken spots. That would be a really good place, because the kicker about yeah. this food truck was it was it was it it just said fried chicken. And I was like, okay. Uh, they did not say it was hot chicken. Uh, okay, okay. But I we I got like a sandwich. Uh, also, it was all named after like bands. So like the one I got was like the Yardbird. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Or whatever. Man, it was phenomenal. It was the best goddamn fried chicken I'd ever had. Yeah. yeah. Now, maybe because I had already had like eight or nine Guinnesses at that point and not eight. So maybe that's why. But uh, yeah, they also didn't. <laughs> right. right. That's probably why it tasted so good. But also I got a side of baked beans with bacon. Mm, that sounds awesome. And it was phenomenal. I thought they were going to put silverware in the little, you know, little like uh, containers there. They did yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. So I ate that shit with my hands. Nice. All right. <laughs> like a real man. Yeah, you uh, <laughs> you called me last night at like nine o'clock and you were like, yeah, I'm pretty drunk. Oh, shit. I forgot <laughs> till this moment that yeah. I did that. No, that's awesome. Yeah, we, we talked last night, and the fun, it was like 9 o'clock, and I was on my way to a friend's house to go get drunk. I was stone-cold sober, and I was like, man, we are uh, on different paths right now. <laughs> oh, I had I had polished off a Guinness by noon yeah, yesterday. That's I mean, that that just makes for a good day. It was. It, it actually, yeah, it went really, really well. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I needed a break from stuff, too. I was like, man, I just got to drink yeah. something chill, something cold, refreshing. <laughs> I can imagine that. Yeah. yeah, just after a full day of drinking, the, the last thing you want is another IPA or, God forbid, a Guinness. <laughs> right. Well, if I was richer, yeah, I would definitely just bought a Guinness. But. Right. Did you have any, like, Killians or anything like else like that? So dig this. Uh, Killians wasn't there. Really? Hmm. So apparently somebody fucked up because my buddy asked about it because he doesn't, he likes Guinness, but he can't drink it all day. Yeah, that's kind of how I am. That's why I like Killian's. Yeah, and it is a challenge. But uh, yeah, so he asked about Killian's and they said that the company did something, said something, and they just, the festival did not want to be associated with Killian's. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Huh? They also what he said. don't make it on tap. Really? Huh. That's what they said. Like, not anymore. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Interesting. I think they're fucking up. Okay. Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> they did have they did have Smithix there. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I think I drank one good. of those too. Okay. Okay. Did you have any Jameson? Mm, no, I don't do liquor when I go. No. Okay, that's probably a good idea. Oh man, I'd be it's out a there too fast. I'd be fighting people and fucking <laughs> kicking kids. Like I yeah, yeah I get too rowdy because <laughs> we hung out at the Rock Tent mainly. So it okay, was okay. like. Which apparently there, there's actually really good Irish bands, um, but you know it was like, you know Celt rock or whatever. But they were really good. Uh, yeah, no. If I had Jameson at all, I'd be fucking, I'd be out there moshing, beating the shit out of people. Yeah, <laughs> that was probably a good idea then. Yeah, I, I usually try to avoid it. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Well, so what we're drinking on? How? Oh, you've had your beer before though, right? Yeah, I've had my beer before. It's really good. It's a lot of flavors, um, obviously, but it's, yeah, it's super, like, fruity and um, 
so smooth. I I love Oscar Blues. They do some really good stuff. Dig it. Um, yeah, so good stuff. Uh, moving on to the it's come backwards now. Uh, let's do a lightning round, huh? Shall we? Let's do it. Um, these are some questions I kind of uh, thought up would be cool for the both of us to answer. Um, the first question is kind of based on uh, Tanner's question he asked us last week. Um, is there a video game where you would most want to live out the plot of the character, of the main character? Oh, that's kind of an interesting one. Yeah, kind of. thought so. Hmm. Hmm, I think for me, one, like, video game series that I haven't talked a whole lot about on here, but, like, is, like, one of my favorites, is the Mass Effect games. Mm -hmm. So, those are set in space, but which the world that they made is so interesting, and it's really, like, political. It's like space politics, Okay. But I just think, like, I'm so fascinated and interested in space. I think, like, being able to explore space and have this, like, technology that we can't even, like, dream of right now. Yeah, right. And, like, meet different alien species and, like, befriend different alien species. Like, I think that world would be really, really cool to hang out in. Okay. Yeah. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as like the overall plot, it there's three games, so it's a lot. So I, yeah, I, I don't really know how to describe it. Yeah, I think um, I would probably say um, a game I've actually only played a few times, but I've enjoyed it a lot every time I play it. So I should play it more. Um, Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome to live in that world where just no consequences. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> I, yeah, I would kind of argue that you could do that um, because all those I mean, consequences are there. Like, you can die. That's true. That's you true. You can go okay. to jail. You can get arrested. You can get arrested? Oh, I mean, I, I guess I didn't know you could go to jail. Like, well, I guess you don't really go door. to... Well, you just kind of walk out of the police station. Yeah, right. Okay, so, okay, gotcha. And then it's just the next scene. Yeah, you don't really <laughs> go to jail, but you do get arrested, so... Yeah. So the consequences aren't quite as dire as real life. <laughs> In the sense that it is a video game, yeah, you could just kind of respawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's cool. Um, okay, question two. Um, is there a celebrity that, if they died, you would probably have to take a day off work? Not like, okay, you'd be sad, but, like, you would be devastated. Um, like, to the point where you couldn't go out for a while. That, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would say I would want to say somebody like, you know, like Dave Grohl or like, you know, a member of someone I really look up to. Mm -hmm. um, but I look up to s smaller celebrities more. I don't know if you like have that at all. There's people that really inspire me. Yeah. Like some examples. So so like, yeah, I, uh, you know what? It just hit me. So the biggest person is if like Dan Avedan from Game Grumps, Ninja Sex Party, oh, yeah, yeah. if that dude, if right. he just randomly died, I would legitimately break down and cry. 
Because he's like yeah, right. he's he's like one of the main inspirations for doing this. Mm-hmm. So like you know, um, and just like his attitude and some of the the wisdom that creeps in between the dick jokes on Game Grumps, you know, like has kind of had an impact on me. And I don't know, I, he's a great guy. I look up to the dude, and he's not like a cajillionaire. So like. I don't feel as disconnected with him. You know what I mean? He, he right. grew up in like fucking Jersey. Yeah. So yeah. he's pretty much a normal dude. So like if he were to randomly die, that would have a bigger effect because I already feel like more related to him. And like if I'd met him, we could have a normal conversation. It'd be kind of hard to have a conversation with Dave Grohl, like realistically. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, he's a really great guy too, but you know, but yeah, I think like him... Or, like, some of the smaller YouTube guys that I watch, like Cody Ko or somebody like that. Like, somebody that has inspired me to try new things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. That's a good answer. Yeah. What about you? I think mine would have to be Stevie Nicks. Yeah? <laughs> I've talked about her so much on this podcast, but she's, like, honestly one of my favorite people. And I was listening to Fleetwood Mac again this past week, and the terrible thought just came into my mind, like, she's probably going to die at some point in my lifetime and that's going to suck. Yeah. Like (laughs) her voice is just like so hauntingly beautiful that you just feel this connection to it and just like seeing like interviews and videos and stuff with her where she's just like so amazing. And like, yeah, when, like we went to, we went to see them, like Erica was like bawling the whole time and I was close. (laughs) So it was just like for, for for whatever reason that, I mean, also that was like the kind of the music of my childhood. So I feel that kind of connection and it's a little bit more, you know, real life than you know dan from ninja sex party dying because she's fairly old and right (laughs) well that's the thing too so like hers would be a little bit more natural where like a lot of mine it would be like kind of a tragedy because they're so young yeah you're right yeah you're definitely right now i will say one i kind of had this happen which is when chris cornell died yeah, right, right. Because it was kind of the same thing. It's like, I grew up listening to his music as a kid, and the dude killed himself, supposedly. His family really yeah. disagrees. So I I just kind of, like, never really processed it and just, like, don't really talk about it. Yeah, for sure. Because it does, like, super bum me out. I just kind of avoid it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I just kind of <laughs> don't healthy. think about Did it. Did you learn that at your psychology school? Yeah. Yeah, I learned how to... Well, I knew how to... <laughs> compartmentalize well before that so that's just that's what we like to call a defense mechanism <laughs> uh it's the old uh the old miller man <laughs> the old miller shoving down your feelings yep shove it down inside <laughs> and just pour alcohol over it and i'll get you through it yep <laughs> same with my family <laughs> so yeah uh, awesome Okay, um, question three. Um, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, and I was kind of interested to hear about this. Um, you and I both like hip-hop a lot, um, but why do you in particularly, like, why does a white dude from, like, suburbs of Dayton, Ohio, why did you get into hip-hop, and why? what does it mean to you, and why do you, I guess, why did you get into it, why do you like it? Right, so that that is interesting, right, because I think that there is definitely some cultural appropriation that happens yeah definitely around that style of music um my journey was very different because i listened to hip-hop when i was younger when i started listening to hip-hop because it was like punk rock to me 
Yeah, right. But I started listening to like, as most young white kids do, like Eminem. Yeah. Which yeah. I don't know if people remember, man. He was, and I mean, it was insanely controversial when mm-hmm. he oh, when yeah. he came out with yeah, his yeah. early shit. Like it was. I just feel like people have forgotten at this point. Right, right. But at the time, it was a big fucking Do you mean controversial in terms of like a white guy rapping or like, do you just mean his content? Oh, no, just his content. Okay, yeah, that's how I remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his his song, like, Cleaning Out My Closet was like, man, that was one of those things, like, if I heard, if my parents heard me listen to this, it would be fucking terrible. Like, there would be hell to pay. Right, (laughs) right. (laughs) So, like, that's kind of the thing with it. But, like, I latched on to the controversy of it. But it was also, like interesting and actually like thought provoking it wasn't Mm -hmm. you know or whatever but like from there when i started to like have a bigger understanding like that's when i started listening to bands like public enemy and stuff like that public enemy has always kind of been controversial and it's also in your face hip-hop like yeah it's 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 fucking loud and brash and it's not it's not that different from punk rock in my opinion it's just like a mm-hmm. different group of people making it from different backgrounds, but it's yeah for sure, it, and it's different music, but it's also very like in your face, controversial, you know, individualistic. So that's kind of like why I latched onto it really hard. And then I think as I got older, I think I fell victim to like listening to people just because like it it sounded cool. But then when I started getting into Kendrick Lamar and he was like, he took his story, but wrote it and and did it in a way where everyone can relate to it. Mm -hmm. And I think he's kind of talked about this. Like he's not making, well, every album's different, but like to pimp a butterfly isn't just about him. It, everyone has something that they've dealt with that's similar to something he dealt with on that album. Yeah. You yeah. know, like Good Kid Mad said he's a little bit different, but he was doing, he just was doing shit on another level to me. He was talking about like emotional struggle and like his mental health and what he was doing about that. And I'm sure there were plenty of people doing that before him. He was just the one who like was in the mainstream and also doing it. Like, hey, I'm going to write right, a song right. about alcoholism and why peer pressure happens yeah exactly and it's like his biggest song you know so that that was you know that's why i kept listening to it and then i just sought out like some of the more independent guys who are still doing that and just aren't in the mainstream i guess yeah for sure yeah that's kind of how it uh it it was for me as well mine isn't so like you know i don't have like as quite as like emotional ties to you it as you do like i i mean i like kendrick lamar a lot but i don't necessarily like pay too much attention as as much attention to the lyrics as i should um i just like you know the beat and his super talent uh his lyrics are good but also like his uh, (laughs) i hate to use the word flow because it's so cliche but it's it's his flow um it's amazing so um i kind of like (laughs) hipstered myself into liking hip-hop whereas like when i was uh in high school like nobody was listening to hip-hop and it was kind of one of those things where it was like man that would be you know kind of a cool thing to get into so i started listening to it just to kind of see what i thought about it and uh and it it was almost kind of like beer like at first i didn't really like it but then after i started to you know 
drink it on a regular basis i was like oh this is actually pretty good like i remember uh when i was like 14 or well, actually no when i i was 60 and i had my license i was driving around uh this you know wabash listening to um the chronic by dr dre was a big one for me and at that point i don't even i didn't even know what chronic was i didn't understand that it was a metaphor to weed right. i didn't understand that like the zigzag album cover uh but then it, yeah it wasn't until i was like basically in college where i realized like oh that was about that like oh right but then it you know i so yeah i I started listening to it almost like as a like oh wouldn't it be cool if i and i hate that about myself but also like it you know got me into really enjoying it and uh you know and get diving into you know more indie underground artists like we we talked about last week like common market's a huge one for me like um yeah there's there's people out there just doing a really great job that aren't you know super well known that um, that should be well like I and that's the thing is like I just kind of had a difficult like a like a different musical journey because like I had heard bad brains before I heard public enemy right so when I heard public enemy I just I was like well this, this is dope like it wasn't yeah. shocking to me yeah for sure for sure yeah but yeah, yeah yeah like that no that's totally fair and I and I you know I I kind of had the same thing because that's why I had her bad brains. Yeah, I, right. <laughs> you know, like, but I don't know, man. I love shit like that. But yeah, no, hip hop. I think hip hop is a very real genre comparatively to like if you just talk about like rap or, or trap or whatever. Yeah. Hip hop's pretty real and you can't really fake it. So like when you listen to somebody, they're really like owning who they are and what they talk about is going to be honest. So there's there's like hip hop artists who talk about depression every song or whatever. And like, you know what I mean? Especially when you stray, when you stray away from the mainstream and get into the more like, you know, indie stuff or independent stuff, like that's where you find, I think there, there's just like a whole world out there of it. Yeah. And I I think that's what I really, yeah, for sure. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That uh, I'm, I'm satisfied. Yeah. I'm satisfied. Yeah. (laughs) Those are pretty interesting questions. Cool. Honestly. I, yeah, I think like those are all fairly, uh, fairly interesting they can almost be a what you thinking question i know right i i should have i should have just done that (laughs) instead of this bullshit idea Uh, (laughs) (laughs) quick side note what's that song that goes who can it be now what's that called uh that was a stupid joke it's called who can it it be now (laughs) okay i just always thought that's funny like people that call the name of the song like the only (laughs) lyric to the chorus (laughs) well what is that song called who can it be now? Oh, that, that is what <laughs> it's it is. literally oh, okay. called. Uh, Minute works jokes, episode twenty-four, <laughs> coming in hot. <laughs> Woo, doing good, man. All right. Um, okay, let's move on to the um, the crux of why we are here. Um, we are going to do uh, what you thinking. This is going to be kind of a fun one. I'm kind of excited about it. Um, Sorry, I just invented a thing. <laughs> Warriors. Warriors. <laughs> Come out to play. I tried to talk to like a 21 year old about the Warriors and they had no fucking clue what I was talking about. That checks out. Yeah. And it's impossible <laughs> it's to describe that. Right. Like you think, be, uh, yeah, it was just a very odd. I'm like, man, I'm not old, man. You sound like, pretty dumb, yeah. <laughs> it was just weird. I don't know. I thought it was more part of pop culture, but apparently not. Uh, apparently not. I've never seen it, but I still know the references. Like, Ugh. there's lots of movies that I haven't seen, but I still get it. If you make a quote, I'll understand it. 
Well, let's uh, slight tangent. So the movie is amazing. It is a really, really fucking great movie. Also, they did a video game of the Warriors. Oh yeah. Surprisingly, not that bad. Huh. Okay. Okay. It controls like shit. Uh, and it had moments. But have you? So have you ever played the Ninja Tur- the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game Turtles in Time? Yes. I have. It's a <laughs> it's a lot like that. Just okay. Like. 3D, but That's you run around, game. fight yeah. people. You can break into cars and sell radios, and like you spray paint shit. It's it's honestly pretty good. Anyways. That sounds like a good time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anywho, <laughs> tangent aside, um, so we are going to do a fun little uh, episode on uh, um, Eli. Have you ever seen the TV show Shark Tank? I you know, I have never watched that show. Really? Okay. But well, I have bad. I have seen clips. Yeah. And some of the like memes of it. So like, my favorite is the one where the guy try. They're they're inventing that lock for the door. Uh, so the demo is like, look how easy it is to kick in a door, and the dude can't kick in the door. <laughs> like I he tries that. and tries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've seen shit like that. Okay, so the so you okay, so kind of how I kind of how I view uh, uh, warriors. I've never seen it, but if you make a reference, I'll I'll understand it. <laughs> right, right. So okay, so you you have a general idea of what the Shark Tank is about. Um, so because of that, I thought it would be kind of cool if we did our own little fake Shark Tank where we pitch a product to each other. Me and Eli have both come up come up with a money making scheme that we are going to pitch each other. We're going to role play where uh, Eli is the uh, investor he's the shark uh, and then vice versa so at the end of the episode we are going to have to pick which one of us has the better idea for an invention or a money-making idea um that is deserved of the uh of the uh, shark takes tanks investors so um sound like a good time yeah yeah so okay. yeah you did you did give me some prep time but it wasn't it wasn't a lot. You were like, hey, you know Shark Tank? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, we're going to do that. So come we're gonna up with something. We're going to do that. That's, and that's all I said. So now, we haven't about it. Do you have like an actual pitch? I'm about to pitch you so oh, hard. Oh, shit. Yeah, I just like came up with stuff. <laughs> okay. No, that's cool. This, um, this feels like a half-ass sc- pitch. <laughs> yeah, this feels like every school project ever. Like, oh, right. that's what we were? I oh, I syllabus. To- I got. It's a good thing we're in a group. Uh, I got participation uh, points. Yeah, right. Um, right. Okay. Okay. All right. So, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? I kind of want you to go first because I feel like you're way more prepared. So then I'm I'll not have way a, more prepared, but um, I'll right, have more so, of like a bullet point thing. Okay. Sure. Sure. That's cool. Um, okay. So I guess uh, to uh, to kick off my idea here, um, Eli, I ask you, what's the worst thing about exercising? Oh man, it's already making me laugh. Um, it's a good question. What is the worst thing about exercise? I mean, just exercising. Just, you could just, say. just, yeah, just doing it. Just doing it. Yeah. No, I would agree. Um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. The, the, the after you work out, it's not that bad. You feel good about yourself. You, yeah, I'm glad I did that. But just getting the motivation to like force yourself to, you know, go to the gym or get up early and do it, or you know, just forcing forcing yourself to do anything outside of bed is, you know, a 
mind fuck. So, <laughs> so what if I ask you, Eli, what if I posit to you, what if working out was addictive as heroin? Uh, I would be slightly confused because like heroin like ruins people's lives. So, uh, I guess if I want to ruin my life by exercising, uh, piqued my interest (laughs) okay well wasn't expecting that uh i (laughs) thought you would be all on board thought you would be just guns a blazing for it uh anyway (laughs) all right so what if you tricked your brain into thinking it couldn't go a day without working out you would be jacked you would be cut you would be ripped i introduce to you an energy drink supplement i call addict ripped (laughs) that's pretty good it is i have invented a pre-workout drink loaded with protein calcium vitamins caffeine nicotine and opioids (laughs) (laughs) so a normal energy so a normal energy drink exactly uh except all the all the nutrients and vitamins that uh, can get you up and working out and you know uh, uh so anyway how it works is Ask me how it works. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How it works is, oh, wait. Ask me how it works. So, okay. So, so you, so you made an energy drink that is apparently addictive. So, how, how, does, how does this work? How does this addiction play out in my day-to-day life? I'm glad you asked. All you have to do is drink this energy drink right before a workout, and it will... Um, and in no time at all, similar to Pavlov's dog, your body will become dependent on the feeling of exercising. So you drink it before you work out, then that will trigger in your mind a neuron response that I need to work out right now or else I will die. So then you work out and have a great time and then you feel better about yourself. And then if you drink it every day, boom, by the end of a week, you're going to be, man, much better off than you were before. So... Um, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, uh, uh, I do have a couple other, um, you know, few things that the company is working on right now. Um, we do offer a few flavors. Um, they come in shredded strawberry. They come in, <laughs> they come in cardio cookies and cream. <laughs> Jacked, really Java. <laughs> Jacked Java. Jacked Java. Okay. <laughs> or ripped raspberry. So... Those are all really good. <laughs> yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. So they they taste good. A lot of great uh, nutrients, calcium, uh, and also a little bit of opioids to just just enough to make you need that workout. You know, uh, we're also currently working on a vape juice that should be ready by twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> so if you per- <laughs> if you prefer not to drink it, you can vape it. <laughs> That's oh. currently still being worked on by the FDA. So. <laughs> God damn, that sounds real. So here's so here's where I'll, I'll award you some points. It sounds real. Could be, could you be. Know, maybe <laughs> mine is like putting opioids in it. But I definitely think it's a the funniest idea is thinking that there is like a a workout supplement that they're going to turn into a vape juice. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> right. That totally could happen. I God, I hope so. I would be vaping all day. <laughs> that that might actually be your pitch is turning yeah. workout supplements into vape juice. Yeah, right. Oh man. All right. Plan B. Uh, so yeah, that has been my presentation. Do you have any questions, issues, concerns? <laughs> Do you want me to ask like real questions or just yeah? Roll with I kind of yeah. Try tear me apart. I'll, I'll well, back it up. 
the well the biggest concern i have is that nothing in the energy drink makes you want to work out you just put addictive substances in an energy drink so if you get hooked on it then you don't have to work out you just need to drink it so you don't go through withdrawal it's a great response basically um if you are intentional about drinking the pre-workout drink right before you work out um it will create this pavlovian response in your head that whenever you drink this drink it will trigger these pavlovian responses where you your brain will need to work out you will enjoy the feeling of working out because it will give you opioids opioid levels of ecstasy so they kind of go hand in hand and also the caffeine gives you um the caffeine gives you a little bit of a spike in uh, heart rate so all of a sudden you're just sitting there and you're like oh i gotta go i gotta go run (laughs) now that now that's a fair point i do have one (laughs) you're actually right so and that's almost how like pre-workout works right like you're basically like i'm gonna make a pre-workout that's gonna make you addicted to it exactly exactly i gotta work this out so i do have one problem with your pitch though so it's definitely not a pavlovian response because it's not classical conditioning it's a physical dependency which is really irrelevant when we're thinking about it i think so all right i'm not gonna argue with you you're a psychology major and i majored in hanging out so i'm not gonna argue with you so my problems with the pitch is you have not created anything that actually makes people want to work out you just made an addictive energy drink and then Mitch's response was, oh, well, if you do it with the intention of working out... Well, then don't I- say it like that. That's not how I said it. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I guess I, guess I am mocking You're you. being biased. <laughs> You're making the listeners biased. No. If you do it with the intention of working out, <laughs> it'll create a Pavlovian response, which I was apparently wrong about, that your brain will become addicted to working out. I don't even remember. Uh- <laughs> no, that's exactly what you said. If you take it as intended then you're going to have the energy and have the heart rate that you feel the need to go work out. Yeah, it'll fire fire off nuance that'll release chemicals in your brain that'll be like, oh, I actually enjoy this. It's a feeling of ecstasy, which is why I'm adding ecstasy in the next round. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's 2.0. Right, right, 2.0. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and also, yeah, you kind of mentioned that the caffeine also gets your heart rate up. So where you are at a point where you feel the need to exercise to, you know, move around a little bit. My biggest thing was like, you know, if you could do this without it being bad, it could actually be a pretty good thing. To that, I said it's just a bit of heroin. Right. What's what's the big deal? You know, it's just a little bit of amphetamines. Like, I never (laughs) killed anybody. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, but Uh, I I do. So, so right now on the table, we have the the drug-induced addictive energy drink. Call it by its name. It's Addictoript. It's it's Addictoript. So we have Addictoript. Okay, so like here's where I'm unprepared is like I don't actually have like a funny name. Because I think what we've realized is you might be good for marketing. I think they need to get you out of the sales department, throw you in marketing. Because the fact that you named all the flavors was pretty (laughs) hilarious. Right. (laughs) I have a knack for these things. So I had an idea. So I'll start off with the idea I initially had. But the problem is... Someone took my idea. Oh, no. I had this idea three or four years ago. Okay? I'm not shitting yet. Okay. I had I had an idea three or four years ago, because I'm a gamer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right? I like games. Mitch, do you have no off the top of your head how expensive a brand new video game is that's just been just, released? 
just give me 45 seconds and bestbuy.com <laughs> no uh brand new uh it's fairly expensive um depending on the name isn't it like 60 50 60 bucks it is it is 60 dollars 60 dollars that's insane that's a lot man that's a lot to play the brand new video game you want to try and you don't even know if you like it right exactly exactly do you know how much the return value is for games when you return them back to GameStop and trade them in for oh, something else? Probably next to nothing. Fractions. 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 Yeah. I would actually take a guess that it's probably on average like 15-20%. Yeah, that's of the crazy. Original value. And then so what's the, the crazy part is I'm sure GameStop makes a killing on used games more than they do new because they'll buy it back for you for, you know, 10 bucks and then they'll resell it. It's like, oh, yeah, it just came out. It's been opened, but it just came out. Well, 45 bucks. <laughs> well, and they do. And here's the kicker. None of that money goes to the video game developers. Right. So exactly. when you buy a used game, none of it goes to the original people. True that. True that. Okay. So I had an idea back in the Dizzy about three or four years ago. And how much I was addicted to Netflix at that point. Ah. And I was like, I was like, you know what would be cool? You know, it'd be really cool if there was a Netflix for games. Yeah, I'm like streaming, man. I pay ten dollars a month, and I get access to a video game library, and I get to try games out for free. Well, not free. I mean, I guess you're paying for it. But you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. You you pay that or that that rounded out Netflix cost. Try out games. If you don't like it. Move on to the next game. Yeah, exactly. That's a beautiful idea. Someone should do that. Right. And you always have the option to buy if you want. Maybe you get a discount. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah this is a thing. It's called Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. So it Isn't already there also exists. something called Gamefly? <laughs> Isn't that a thing? I remember seeing commercials for that or something. Gamefly was a thing, but it was a physical. So you had oh, to actually that's right. rent so the So it was disc. like the OG Netflix. Yeah, where they sent you discs. Yeah. yeah. So, but And here's the kicker with modern consoles, because you probably mm-hmm. don't know this. You have to install the entire game onto the hard drive of your console now. So... Wow, Mitch, okay. if you if you had an Xbox One or a PS4 and you went to a brick and mortar store like you went to GameStop and you bought a brand new sixty dollar game mm-hmm. and you come home and you pop that in, you have to install it first before you can play it. What? Then what's the point of going to like a GameStop at all? <laughs> well, then you're in a physical digital conversation, which is a, can be its own thing. I go back and forth. Because I do like having physical games because you always have them. Right. However, because of modern consoles, you have to install it. Do you know how big games are now? Pretty fucking big, I'm assuming. Yeah. Easily, e- small games are like 20, 30 gigs. That's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I think like Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, here, I'll just look it up while we're talking about this because I actually kind of want to know. Yeah. Look up Cause, Skyrim because that one's probably huge. That one's not as big because it actually came out in the 360 era. Okay. So 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 surprisingly, it's not that big. Um, but anyways, so yes, uh, this idea was taken from me. Uh, I believe that I was friends with a Microsoft exec, and that's <laughs> God how they. Damn it! That's you can't how they trust got anybody the, these days. Exactly. Well, and also, I don't know if you heard about this. Have you heard about the Google Arcadia? No. What's that? So the Google Arcadia has actually, Google's going full bore. So they're making their own video game console. And then what they are going to do is, so you have this little, oh no, actually it's, well, it's kind of not even really a console. You could kind of just like play it through Google, like through your internet browser. What? But you pay a monthly subscription thing 
like Xbox Game Pass. Gotcha. Also, just to explain, if nobody knows, Xbox Game Pass, you pay like now it's only like maybe five dollars a month, and you have access to uh, hundreds of games that you download yeah. and play. Hmm. Um, so, so night, so like Netflix, it kind of like comes and goes. Sometimes it'll take stuff off, add stuff. Well, the Google Arcadia, they're it's only streaming, so physical games don't exist for it. But you could play it on anything that you can download, like Google Chrome onto, basically. Okay. Okay. So it's all streaming. So you don't you're not even downloading the game to play it. You're you're streaming a game to what you're playing on. That's kind of amazing. It the technology is insane. Right. So instead of like your computer or or the little console thing they have out actually reading a disc or reading a data file, you're streaming the game there through the internet to play. Yeah, wow. And it, did you say is that out yet? Uh no, it's coming out. It's coming out. Okay. Do you, do, do you know any details on it? Like how much it's going to be or anything like that? Because that seems phenomenal. Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I think it would... De- it's The thing with the Google Arcadia is that it would be a pretty interesting thing for someone like you. Uh, as someone who might be like, you know, like, yeah, I kind of want to play like some games that I've seen that are cool. Like, I have an interest, but I'm not like a typical gamer. Right. Like, I'm not that's- playing everything. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. It kind of makes me want to think about buying like a Xbox or a PS4 or something. Right, because yeah. you you will have more you will have more interest trying a bunch of different games and just finding stuff that's fun. Right. Instead of like, you know, I want to play, you know, this or this. So, okay, so Red Dead Redemption 2 that we were talking about, um Depending on the version, it's anywhere between 90 to 100 gigabytes. That's insane, dude. And I only wow. knew that it was giant because, like, I think if they... It's great. Like, it's fucking giant. It's it's one of the... I think this person said that... Yeah, I don't even know how long that would fucking take to download right. with a normal internet connection. Um, So, yeah. So, like I said... I was gypped. Okay, that's uh, that I, that's pretty shitty, man. So, but I did I did have one thing that I thought of. Now I don't know what it is. I didn't come up with a cool thing like you did. <laughs> I really want someone to invent a true hangover cure. Mm, okay, okay. So I'll look at it this way: if I had money. <laughs> I guess if I already had the investors behind me, I would put money into the research of how to actually make a hangover cure. Right. Not that hangovers are this giant problem, but you know, it, it's like if you can literally just like take a pill or do like an effervescent tablet or what have you, and then like a half hour later, you maybe you're not completely 100%, but you feel better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you do you think? If that was possible, it would have already been a thing because I feel like we're at a point in technology and medicine where if it was possible, that probably would have already been invented by now. See, that's the thing is I don't think we know what actually causes hangovers. There's a lot of yeah. debate. Cause I guess, a lot yeah, of people, I guess you're right. There is a lot of debate. Yeah, people think that it's dehydration, but yeah. then other people say... Oh, also, I totally fucked up. It is not the Google Arcadia. It's the Google Stadia. Google Stadia. Stadia Arcadia. Stadia Arcadia. (laughs) Uh, Zing. 
So, uh, anyways, uh, yeah, there's like they say that it's either like from dehydration. Some people think it has something to do with your muscles, and then other people think it's just the impurities and alcohol make you feel that way. Mm-hmm. And there's really no way to fix that. The only way to fix that is just by not drinking alcohol. Just yeah, right. Time. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So I don't know, but I would really love to where if you have a hangover. I think the problem with this is like getting the support of like the community or society because I think people are just going to be like, well, that's just going to make people drink way more and die way easier because they have a hangover here. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I wonder if we could co coexist with our ideas and put the cure for your hangover into my pre-workout juice. What say you? <laughs> now that, that would be really interesting. We definitely have a demographic to appeal to. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Alcoholics so, that also enjoy caring about their bodies. Right. Bros <laughs> is really what we're talking about. Bros. Right. Polly D. <laughs> oh right. <laughs> right. So um uh, that awesome. could be that could be interesting. I think it would be really interesting. Uh, I I think like that's what is more interesting, right? Is usually like two mediocre ideas you put them together, and then you might have like one actually decent idea. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Reese cups. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chocolate, peanut butter. You know, <laughs> the classic. I think that someone does need to put money into really giving someone a giving people a caffeine alternative of like look you're tired from work all week you're you're tired you you want the monster you want the red bull but you know that shit's bad for you they need to honestly have a healthy alternative that really has no health consequences now a lot of people will be like sleep just sleep more but you don't always get to sleep well sometimes right, you don't sleep right. well so it's like those days where it's like, man, I, I, I got to make this meeting. I have a big day. I need to perform, but I don't want to fill my body with shit. Right, right. Huh. I guess where's the line, though? Because you could say like caffeine pills are pretty like not uh, not harmful. Like it doesn't have any sort of like, you know, like if you're drinking like a coffee with lots of cream and sugar, like that has some health repercussions to it. Whereas a pill is just a pill. Yeah, but caffeine in its essence is still addictive. Oh, I see what you're saying. So basically something that's not caffeine. I guess that's what you meant when you said caffeine alternative. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when you really want to break down uh, the English language, yeah. Um, I, I think so. Just because like, I think that like, especially in a more modern society, like we're always fucking tired. We're always exhausted. Right. Right. So we need that boost. And, you know, sometimes it's, it's hard to, what I like to say is like hit every day where you got enough sleep, you're hydrated. Like that doesn't always happen, man. You need like a cool multivitamin. You could just pop in and you're just like, Oh good. I got energy. I felt hydrated. I'm good to go. But I don't know, maybe that's that's too optimistic to think that's a thing. Because I think healthier people are probably like, well, if you just fucking take care of yourself, I don't feel like shit every day. Yeah, well, and, fair. Yeah, that, that, they probably are saying that. But, I mean, 
Yeah, <laughs> I would. I'm more along the lines of uh, uh, essential oils, actually. So I'm glad you brought that up because I would like to speak to the listeners uh, if they'll allow me to about my idea to make money and also ha- have a great career selling oils. Here, hold on to the next 45 minutes. I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> just hear me out for the next 45 minutes. I'm gonna walk you through. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. It just turns, we're just running a fucking pyramid scheme now. Like, right. uh, so I went ahead and looked up the Google Stadia just as we were talking because I was I was curious. Yeah. So for a hundred and twenty nine dollars, so hundred and thirty bucks, you can get a Chromecast. You need Chromecast. Mm, okay. I'm I'm a little bit confused with what Chromecast is. I'm really I think it's like their Alexa. It's their version. I think it's their version of like Apple TV. Yeah, you're right. Like, you're it's right. kind of like a Roku, I think. Yeah, yeah. So you could get a Chromecast, a controller, and three months of the Stadia service for $130. Okay, okay. Not terrible. <laughs> I don't know how well it's going to fucking work, but... Yeah, exactly, right? It could turn into one of those things where they're like, yeah, we're doing uh, subscription uh, movies now. Yeah, $10 a month, all the movies you want. And then they do that for like six months, and then like, we're bankrupt. So... <laughs> right. Yeah, so... Yeah. Well, anyway, so the best ideas that we came up with, really in the end, what we decided is an addictive opioid-filled energy drink uh, that also cares hangover. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I think we both win. I don't think we need to decide on a winner. I think we can marry our ideas together, and that's what the show's all about. Yep, I I think that will work. Unity. We'll we'll fucking we'll get uh, who's who's hot right now. Who do the kids like? We'll get like a Megan Fox type and get her out there. Oh, what about Shaq? We can have Shaq back. <laughs> <laughs> Shaq do it for free, man. He's just looking to get out there again. Shaq will do it. Uh, we'll get him as the spokesperson. Uh, we'll 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 get it out there. We get a Roman. We're turning it into a vape juice. So the kids love the vape juice. They <laughs> yeah. dr- they're drinking it. Oh they're yeah, they're not yeah. even fucking vaping it now. And then yeah, we'll uh we'll make our millions and retire. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, uh, that sounds like a plan. So I <laughs> I'm very excited with, for what the future holds. All right. Well, uh, in light of that, um, you want to hop into what you're cranking? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, that that's uh, that's about all we can say about that. So, um, yeah, um, Eli, would you like to go first? What you? Uh, yeah, I could go first. So I have kind of an interesting one this week. I don't have I don't have a band. I have one song. Okay. Because I've listened to this song a lot, and I just keep fucking listening to it. Because I'll be hanging out, and I'll you know Spotify or whatever be playing, and I'm like, man, what about that one song? So the song is. The Eagles of Death Metal did a cover of Blinded by the Light. Oh, really? Ooh, and it that's is awesome. Really, really fucking okay. good. It's amazing. So first off, did, did you know that it was a cover? That it was a Bruce Springsteen song originally? I had no idea. No. I saw the previews for that new movie coming out. There was, yeah, called like Blinded by the light I think. oh yeah about bruce <laughs> springsteen yeah. about bruce springsteen well, yeah and about, i was like why the yeah yeah well no it was about yeah these kids like that like bruce springsteen i was like why the fuck is it called that that's not a springsteen song <laughs> like, uh, turns out i'm wrong <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah originally and his version is very different so the band that covered it was like the the mansfield orchestra or yeah something. Some, yeah something like that kind um, of a one-hit wonder i don't know if yeah. they actually had anything manfred else. mann's earth band that's what it was <laughs> Man- 
I'll take it. I'll take half a point on that. <laughs> you, yeah, I'll give you half. Uh, so yeah, that's the version everyone knows. But originally, it's a Bruce Springsteen song, uh, and the original is good. It's like you know, it actually has like an acoustic guitar, and it's a little bit slower. It's a Bruce Springsteen song. I mean, right, you know what right. Yeah. Uh, but Eagles of Death Metal Man just just took this song, and it's more based off the Man's Freed Earth Band, whatever. Yeah. But it's more based off that version, but it just it it is it is really good. It is just really good. It has like this really interesting drum beat that drives the whole thing. It doesn't really change, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. But it it has all the fun of the song, and but it but because they're Eagles of Death Metal, it's also funny. So you know how in right. the song it's like revved up like a deuce. Yeah, into, yeah. it's deuce is in two, not douche. Yeah, yeah. Do they say douche? Eagles of Death are there. <laughs> wind up like a douche into the like they hang on it way too long, oh, so you that hear is it off. Awesome, that's so funny. It's it is one of my favorite covers now. So okay. I like I said, I didn't listen to all of Eagles of Death Metal catalog, but that song in particular, I was like, you know, this is a really fucking good cover. So I kind of yeah, wanted to yeah. talk about it. That's all's awesome. I'm looking up on their Spotify right now, and they have they have a new album they put out uh, of the last month called "Eagles of Death Metal Presents uh, Boots Electric Performing the Best Songs We Never Wrote," and there's a whole bunch of covers on there. There's Careless Whisper. There's Beat on the Brat by the Ramones. Uh, Moon Age Daydream. I am very excited about listening to this album. <laughs> yeah, I, I am going to probably now check out the album because I didn't realize it was so new. Yeah, yeah. They just, it was just last month, man. Yeah. Oh, June, holy yeah, shit. So, I'm yeah, surprised that phenomenal. popped up for me. Actually, you know what? That that song is not on that album. Um, oh, so maybe weird. the one I so maybe that's an older cover. Then. Yeah, it could be. Oh, it says from Super Troopers Two. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Interesting. I did not catch that. I've like I said, I never looked at where it came from. I just listened right. to it. Yeah, yeah, that's so funny. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, Eagles of Death Metal has always just been really cool. I like them a lot. Um, so yeah, good, good choice, good choice. Yeah, just I wanted to go with a song. Because I like yeah. obviously have not listened to the everything the band ever did, so I was like, "Well, I'm just, right. I like this song. It's easy. You can throw it up on the playlist. Super easy." Yep, yep, absolutely. All right, everybody, go check that out. That sounds super cool. Um, mine is way different than that. Mine is um, a new album that just came out a couple weeks ago, probably about a month in it for uh, for those of you listening in the future. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chance the Rapper has a new album that just came out called "The Big Day." Um, have you heard it yet? No, I have I have not listened to it yet. Do you like Chance the Rapper? I like Chance the Rapper. That's about as much as I could say. I like him. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I don't have I a strong like opinion. Is really what it comes f- down to. I feel like he's my Kendrick Lamar to, to you. That's like fair. I like him so much. He, um, yeah, just because uh, his his flow is amazing, um, and also like his whole idea. I don't know how much you know about him, but he's like this like super like indie guy that basically refused to ever get signed by a label he's done everything on his own and he got like big and famous just through you know his own following and the internet and stuff so um i yeah he's still unsigned um and as big as he is um but uh yeah he's so phenomenal and uh he's a super awesome dude from chicago like um uh and uh yeah he has a new album called the big day which actually i'm kind of confused about um i read an article saying like yeah this is his debut album and i was like 
okay, well, he has, like, three other albums. Like, apparently they call that a mixtape. So I don't know what marketing bullshit that is, but... Yeah, me neither. It all sounds like (laughs) bullshit to me. I mean, I think there is, like, technically a difference, because, like, if you do an EP... Yeah, I think you're right. I think mainly it's it's just buzzwords. Right, right. So, uh, but yeah, he has a new album, or his first album, called The Big Day, which is really good. And I... Um, the song I want you to listen to is called All Day Long, which is the very first song on the album. And I think it's hilarious because it features John Legend, but also within 30 seconds of the song, he says the words, I'm going to book a show at the Dimsdale Dimmodome, <laughs> which is so funny because me and Eli were just talking about Doug Dimsdale last week. That's a callback. So Doug Dimmodome. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I heard that lyric and I was like, what the fuck rapper is saying that in a song? Like no one over the age of like 25 is going to understand that. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I just like, I, he just does funny stuff like that. And uh, song number two is like featured uh, Ben Gibbard from Death Cab for Cutie is sings on it. So like huh. just a really solid album. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> what rapper has been Gibbard from Death Cab for Cutie. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, uh, yeah, no, it's a really good album. Um, so, yeah, check it out. Cool. That's all. All right. Yeah, those are pretty two different things. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys for checking us out yet again. Uh, we don't really know what we're going to do for next episode. I don't. If you guys like the Stranger Things roleplay, like, let us know because we'll do it more if you really want it or we'll sit on it for a while. We just. I, I haven't. Have you heard anything one way or another about it? I haven't heard any strong opinions no, about it. I haven't heard any opinions at all. So, uh, yeah. Guess that means they hate it. No, I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. I enjoy doing it, so I don't care what they want to listen to. <laughs> True. It was fucking fun. I mean, I'm excited to do it again. I'll I'll be even more prepared. But yeah, we'll 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 yeah, see. Yeah. But uh, all right, guys. Well, uh, I guess that's the end. Until next week. Ah, we nailed it that time.